Welcome to Nations of the World podcast series, where we explore a different nation of the world in each episode. Our aim is to bring you, the listener, on an audio journey to discover interesting facts that make each country unique. Welcome to my podcast, Nations of the World. If you are enjoying the show and find the information useful, please consider supporting my work via a Patreon membership. I have a couple of different tiers, one starting as low as $2.30 per month, and another that allows you to choose which country will be researched next for an episode. You can find my page at patreon.com forward slash nations of the world podcast. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to Dominica. Often referred to as the Nature Isle of the Caribbean, Dominica has diverse ecosystems, including rainforests, waterfalls, hot springs, and volcanic landscapes. The Pirates of the Caribbean was filmed on this island nation. Segment 1, Bare Bones The official name is Commonwealth of Dominica. It's in the eastern Caribbean Sea of North America. It's slightly smaller than the total land area of New York City. The capital is Roseau. There is a population of 73,083 people. The official language is English. The people are known as Dominicans. There is no official religion, but the most common religions are part of Christianity. The currency is the East Caribbean dollar, a currency shared by six independent nations. It has been pegged to the U.S. dollar since 1976. The form of government is Parliamentary Republic. The flag has a green background representing the island's forests. Overlaying this is a cross of three bands of equal width, yellow, black, and white, which extends to the edges. The yellow, black, and white cross represents the Trinity of God. The cross itself demonstrates belief in God since the Commonwealth of Dominica is founded upon the principles that acknowledge the supremacy of God. The yellow stripe represents the sunshine of the land, the main agricultural produce, citrus and bananas, and is also a symbol of the Carib and Arawak people, the first inhabitants of the island. The white stripe represents the clarity of the rivers and waterfalls, and the purity of aspiration of its people. The black stripe represents the rich black soil of the island on which agriculture is based, as well as their African heritage. In the center on top of the cross is a red oval, standing with the longer portion vertically. There's a ring of ten five-pointed stars equally spaced along the inner edge of the red oval. These stars represent the ten parishes of the island. In the center of the oval is a Cicero parrot on a twig facing left. Segment 2, Heart of the Nation Geography and Climate It is an island nation of the Lesser Antilles in the Eastern Caribbean Sea of Central America and the North Atlantic Ocean. It's the largest island in the Lesser Antilles at 47 kilometers or 29 miles long and 26 kilometers or 16 miles wide. It has 148 kilometers or 92 miles of rocky and jagged coastline. Only a few bays have sandy beaches and there are coral reefs along the coastline. Dominica is known as the Nature Island 
due to its vast array of geographic features, such as rivers, waterfalls, mountains, forests, and volcanoes. The terrain is rugged mountains of volcanic origin. Dominica was the last island to be formed in the Caribbean some 26 million years ago. It lies in the middle of the volcanic island arc of the Lesser Antilles. Of the 21 volcanoes that make up this arc, nine are located on Dominica, more than any other island in the Caribbean. The two best-known volcanic features on Dominica, the Valley of Desolation and the Boiling Lake Thermal Areas, lie on the flanks of Watt Mountain, and both are popular tourist destinations. Watt Mountain last erupted in 1997. Morn Diablotin is the highest point in the country at 1,600 meters, or 5,249 feet, and the highest mountain in the Lesser Antilles. The lowest elevation is the Caribbean Sea at zero meters. The climate is tropical, moderated by northeast trade winds. The dry season runs from November to April, with an average temperature of 25 degrees Celsius, or 75 degrees Fahrenheit, during this time. During other months, the temperature often lies above 30 degrees Celsius or 86 degrees Fahrenheit. At night, the temperature often lies around 20 degrees Celsius or 68 Fahrenheit. During the months of May to October, there are occasional tropical rain showers, bringing heavy rainfall. The months of August through October are the rainiest, with March, May, and June having the least rain. There are 365 rivers in the country. With all this water flowing, it creates many waterfalls. Some are even swimmable. It is one of the Caribbean islands that is most vulnerable to hurricanes. The country was struck by Hurricane David with winds of 150 miles per hour in 1979. It killed at least 37 people, and nearly 75% of the population's houses were destroyed. Then, in 2017, a Category 5 hurricane, Maria, hit, destroying 95% of the buildings on the island and 99% lost power. At least 31 people were killed and 50,000 people displaced. The country is home to nine volcanoes, the last eruption having been in 1997 and before that in 1880. Natural hazards include flash floods, which are a constant threat, and destructive hurricanes can be expected during the late summer months. Earthquakes are a potential threat and are felt occasionally. Dominica is ranked number 42 out of 180 nations, with an overall Environmental Performance Index score of 51.2. Environmental issues include water shortages, pollution on land in the coastal zone from agricultural and industrial chemicals, and from untreated sewage, forests endangered by the expansion of farming, and soil erosion. Plants and Animals Dominica is part of the Caribbean island's biodiversity hotspot. Two-thirds of the country, especially the slopes of the volcanoes, are largely covered with extensive rainforests. These forests contain many tropical species, such as mahogany trees, gourds, and rubber trees. It's the greenest of all Caribbean islands and is often called the green oasis. The national flower is the carib wood, 
When in bloom, it has bright scarlet flowers along the length of its branches. It's found along the dry coastal areas. Other flowering plants are the hibiscus and bougainvillea. Along the coast are many palm trees, and orchids grow all over the island. Other plants and trees are the flamboyant tree, calabash tree, mango, and nutmeg. There are only two endemic bird species. Both are parrots. One is the red-necked Amazon, the other the imperial or Ciceru parrot. This one is the national symbol and centerpiece of the country's flag. It's a critically endangered, endemic bird, with an estimate of only about 50 mature birds living in the dense mountain forests. It's a large and shy bird, noted for its iridescent purple underparts, vivid green upper parts, and hefty black bill. There are also many hummingbirds, with the blue-headed only native to Dominica and Martinique. There are almost 200 bird species who live on the island. The Ciceru parrot can be seen at Morne Diabloten National Park. The Dominica Botanic Gardens is a great place to see many wild birds and wild plants. There are six endemic reptile species, the Dominica anole, Dominica skink, Dominica ground lizard, Dominica racer, and the Dominica blind snake. The Dominica whistling frog is the only amphibian species endemic to the island. Another frog is an endangered one, known as the mountain chicken, and is found only on the islands of Dominica and Montserrat. It was a delicacy among the islanders, as it tasted like chicken. It is only one of four amphibians found on the island. This is one of the world's largest frogs, with adults weighing up to 1 kilogram or 2.2 pounds, and lengths up to 22 centimeters or 8.7 inches. It's now protected, after a fungus wiped out nearly 80% of the island's population in the early 2000s. Some endangered species include the lesser Antillean iguana, goliath grouper, hammerhead shark, and the Brazilian giant tortoise. The world's largest toothed predator, the sperm whale, is seen along the coast of Dominica, and it's even possible to swim among them. The coral reefs are home to many colorful fish species, anemones, and coral species. Some common aquatic species are the blue marlin, the dolphin, the bonefish, the barracuda, the tarpon, the kingfish, and sea turtles. The most dangerous animals in the country are various sharks in the waters, scorpions, and cane toads that secrete bufotoxin that can cause skin and eye irritation and sicken animals who eat them. People Approximately 80 to 85% of Dominicans are of African descent. The rest of the population of mixed descent, with smaller minorities of Kalinago and those of European ancestry. Part of the African population is descended from slaves from Africa, and part is from slaves from the neighboring island of Martinique. Dominica has the largest indigenous population in the Eastern Caribbean, with around 3,000 Kalinago, once called Caribs by the colonists, still living there. Most of these live on a 3,700-acre reserve called the Kalinago Territory in the northeast of Dominica. Although English is the official language of Dominica, locals prefer to speak a hybrid French-based language 
known as Lesser Antillean Creole French. It's a unique mixture of languages, including French, Carib, and African grammatical rules and vocabulary. While this Dominican Creole is a distinctive language unique to Dominica, it has elements in common with the Creole dialects spoken in Granada and St. Lucia. Another Creole language spoken here is Kakoy, a form of Pidgin English comprising a mixture of Dominican Creole. About 80% of the people follow Christianity, with the majority of those Roman Catholic. 10% don't follow any religion, 1.4% are unspecified, and 4.3% other. Some Carib and West Africans believe in spirits and obeah or witchcraft. Rastafarianism is followed by a small number. Some villages have stone Roman Catholic churches dating to the 17th and 18th centuries, although there are newer ones as well. The Carib custom of burying the dead in a fetal position has been abandoned, as have many traditions and beliefs, to now favor Christian traditions. The 2022 report on international religious freedom for Dominica states, the Constitution provides for freedom of religion, including freedom of thought, freedom to practice one's religion, and freedom from taking oaths contrary to one's beliefs. During the year, members of the government's COVID-19 task force continued to meet with religious leaders to address vaccine hesitancy. Rastafarians continued to press the government to fully legalize marijuana use for religious purposes. The Dominica Association of Evangelical Churches, DAEC, reported it continued to oppose homosexuality and to support the government's ban on same-sex marriages. The Dominican Christian Council, with the participation of the Anglican, Roman Catholic, and Methodist churches, continued its opposition to a constitutional challenge seeking to overturn the country's law related to LGBTQI plus conduct, which the Minority Rights Dominica and the HIV Legal Network filed on behalf of an unnamed claimant. The challenge remained in court at year's end. Interdenominational organizations continued their efforts to advance respect for religious freedom and diversity. Interdenominational dialogue between Catholic and Protestant communities continued on a regular basis. Women married between the ages of 15 and 49 are at 40.3%. Marriage is based on individual choice, although often it's limited to social class and religion. Many young people have children with multiple partners and may live together for years before legally marrying. Men are expected to contribute financially to their children's upbringing, regardless of the relationship with the mother. Divorce is rare and frowned upon. The legal age of marriage for both men and women is 18 years old. However, there are legal exceptions allowing any person as young as 16 to marry with either parental consent or consent from a judge. Households come in many forms, extended households with various generations, a woman and her children, and a nuclear family of parents and their children are some family structures. It's common for several related family members to have separate homes, but share a common piece of land. They then share an outdoor cooking area or other resources. 
Children are cared for primarily by their mothers, but other relatives often have a hand in the care. Also, neighbors and friends will help. Small babies are kept at home, but later are brought along to fields, rivers, or wherever their caretaker is working. As they begin to walk and talk, they're given small tasks. Children are expected to be obedient. They have a culture of standing up for themselves and engage in verbal play and teasing. The Children's Rights Index is 7.28 out of 10 and indicates a difficult situation for children in the country. Physical abuse of children in the form of corporal punishment is, to this date, a well-established and lawful practice in Dominica. Indeed, several legal acts provide for corporal punishment as an adequate way to discipline children. There is no evidence that child labor exists in Dominica. Children from ages 5 to 16 are prohibited from working during the school year, although children above the age of 14 are allowed to work during holidays. The law prohibits the work of children at night unless working with family members. Women and girls are primarily responsible for the household chores and child care. In rural areas, they also grow vegetables and raise small livestock. Many of the vendors in the open-air markets are women who bring handmade crafts, grown produce, and cooked goods to sell. They also often work as house cleaners and child care providers for the more wealthy. Women are criticized if they spend too much time out of the home while men are allowed more freedom. Women are very involved in community life and often the center of family networking. Men harvest and sell bananas and other crops. They tend to livestock, fish, hunt, and work in construction. Both men and women are employed in professional positions and politics. Men's work is valued higher than women's work in many cases, as caring for household duties is not regarded highly. Men hold more authority in the churches. People are expected to be greeted when they make a phone call, visit someone's home, or just pass another person on the street. At first, strangers are looked at suspiciously, but once introduced, are treated warmly. Close friends stand close to each other, and even walk arm in arm, or arms around the other's waist or on their shoulder. Privacy in personal matters is the norm. People don't display items that they're carrying, and domestic problems are dealt with at home in private. Guests are offered some food or drink when visiting. Be aware of local dress codes, and don't wear swimming attire when walking in town. Local attitudes towards the LGBT community are mostly conservative throughout the Caribbean. Public displays of affection, such as hand-holding or kissing, between opposite or same-sex couples are uncommon. Certain homosexual acts are illegal. People should not be photographed without asking first. Urbanism and Architecture The population is mostly clustered along the coast, with roughly a third living in the parish of St. George, in or around the capital of Roseau. The volcanic interior is sparsely populated. The population density is 220 people per square mile, or 85 per square kilometer. The urban population is at 72%. The capital, Roseau, is in the southwest of the country, 
along the Roseau River. It's the largest city in the country and the economic center, with a population of 14,000. The wealthier upper-class people are concentrated in Roseau. The building up around the Central Market Square began with haphazard placement of French houses. When the British came to power, they planned the remaining streets and house lots in an orderly grid system. There's a wide range of building styles, from small-scale Victorian wood and stone townhouses, and large verandas to newer, more hurricane-resistant concrete structures. These newer structures reflect the typical American townhouses and bungalow with a touch of the Caribbean. They're painted in very bright colors with equally colorful roofs. During the 1760s, British surveyors divided the island into lots for sale. Only 232 acres went to the Caribs. The following two centuries saw most large estates belonging to British or long-established French families. Small-scale farmers remained scattered between larger estates. In the 1970s, many of the larger estates were sold off into smaller plots. Today, land ownership with deed is highly valued by peasant farmers. Some land is rented or worked by squatters. In 1903, the Carib Reserve was expanded to 3,700 acres, and by law, all the land is communally owned by its residents. Indigenous architecture of the Carib people were primitive huts made up of straw, wood, animal hides, palm leaves, and any other local product they could find. Some of these can be found on the Carib model village, the Kalinago Barana Aute. The Roseau port brings multi-story cruise ships, which are welcomed by a large black-and-white crucifix and shrine on Morn Bruce overlooking the city. There are old stone forts, a combination of French and British builders. One is Fort Young in Roseau. The other is Fort Shirley in Portsmouth. Rural villages have a school, health center, post office, rum shops, and one or more churches. The larger ones have a community center and playing field for cricket. Rural homes are traditionally made of wood with galvanized metal roofing and perched on stilts. These usually have two or three rooms with a separate kitchen outdoors with a coal pot, fire, or modern gas stove. Homes are sparsely furnished, but for those who can afford it, there may be added appliances or dishes. More modern, western-style concrete homes continue to be built with recently available amenities like electricity and indoor plumbing. In both rural and urban areas, Yards are kept neat and clean. Some diverse architecture from the past, which can still be seen, include some colonial churches, estate buildings, military structures, and residential homes. History The island's first settlers were the Arawak, an Indian people from the Orinoco region of South America, who arrived in Dominica and the neighboring islands of Martinique and Guadeloupe about 1,000 years B.C. These first known settlers lived peacefully until they were almost completely decimated by the more aggressive Carib Indians, who arrived in Dominica in 900 AD. In the late 1980s, there were no known living descendants of the Arawak in Dominica, but the Carib population numbered about 1,500. 
The Carib, who settled here, called the island Way to Kubli, meaning tall is her body, in reference to the island's towering mountains that jut steeply out of the ocean. But this was unknown by the explorer Christopher Columbus, who named it Domingo after the day of the week on which he spotted the island in 1493. For the next 200 years, no European power was able to conquer Dominica. The determined and often violent resistance of the island's Carib inhabitants was a major deterrent to colonization. In 1627, the French claimed the island as an occupied possession. France and Britain repeatedly attempted to gain control, but eventually agreed to abandon Dominica in 1660. Long years of battle against French and English settlers and diseases contracted from these adversaries took their toll on the once defiant people until the Carib population was reduced drastically from a high of 5,000 in the year 1647 to just 400 in 1730. Dominica was the last Caribbean island to be colonized by Europeans, mainly because of the fierce resistance of the original inhabitants, the Carib people. In the 1690s, French settlers were the first European settlers to establish themselves on the island. They started small-scale farming and extracting timber. They brought in African slaves who were already in the other West Indian colonies. These slaves worked the plantations but were permitted to establish gardens and to raise livestock. They gathered at Sunday markets where they socialized with slaves from neighboring plantations and traded their goods. Many slaves saved the money they earned this way and used it to buy their freedom from estate owners. This practice led to the early establishment of a group of free black inhabitants known either as Afranchi or Mulatre, many of whom later owned small estates and slaves themselves. This unique mix of slave plantations owned by Europeans and Africans existing alongside small garden plots and farms cultivated by escaped slaves, freed slaves, and Carib Indians, chartered a markedly different colonial course for Dominica compared with that of the sugar colonies of Barbados and Jamaica. In these other islands, classic slave plantation structures became entrenched around larger-scale sugar cultivation, which delayed the emergence of the system of small-scale peasant farming, that still characterizes Dominica's agriculture. In 1756, the British and French began the Seven Years' War, and in 1761, the British finally occupied Dominica. It was in 1763 that the Treaty of Paris was signed and the French ceded the island to Britain. Permanent settlers from Europe and other island colonies began to move into Dominica in increasing numbers the British introduced a system of colonial government in which the crown was vested in an administrator who had responsibility for defense, the treasury, law and order, and religion. British planters, merchants, and professionals were appointed to serve in a local assembly or legislature that sat as an oversight body to the administrator. This alliance of British property, wealth, and political power created a system of government that excluded the French planters from participating in the governance of the island. The result was increased tension between the growing number of British settlers and the French planters, who continued to be important to the export earnings of the colony. 
The freed slaves, black estate owners, and the large slave population remained completely excluded from involvement in political and economic discussions and decision-making. Large tracts of land were being sold to British citizens residing in Britain, leaving much of the land out of production. With Britain's attention on North America in 1775, with the declaration of war by the colonies there, the French took advantage of the situation and reclaimed several British colonies in the West Indies, including Dominica. However, only a few years later, in 1784, control of Dominica returned to the British through terms of the Treaty of Versailles. Finally, the Abolition of Slavery Act was passed in the British Parliament in 1833 and became law in Dominica on August 1, 1834. These events thrust Dominica firmly into the period of open struggle for an end to Crown Colony rule. In 1832, three black members were elected to the Dominican House of Assembly, and by 1838, there was a black majority. Dominica became the only island in the British West Indies where white rule was successfully challenged. The conservative British merchants and professionals, by then organized into a political party, countered with a call for the creation of a single executive council comprising 19 elected representatives and nine members appointed by the Crown. Following elections conducted under the rules limiting voting rights to those of property, the blacks lost control of the government. As a result, they increased agitation against Crown Colony rule and launched a campaign that advocated the removal of the land tax and called for a special investigation by the British government into the affairs of the colony. In response to this challenge, the British attempted for the first time to meet the social and infrastructure needs of the island. Roads were built through the mountainous interior, agriculture was supported with research, extension services and training, and agro-industry was begun with the processing of lime juice for export to Britain. By the start of World War I, sufficient goodwill toward Britain had been re-established to encourage locals to volunteer for service in the British Army. The event that single-handedly thrust Dominica into the modern era was the publication of Moyne Commission Report in 1939. The commission itself had been formed in response to riots that erupted throughout the British West Indies in the late 1930s. The report exposed the primitive conditions of the colonies and called for a comprehensive economic development. During the next 20 years, Dominica experienced what many of that generation refer to as the good old days, when British aid, trade, and investment boosted local living standards, created jobs, trained public servants, and provided education and health facilities. The expectation of workers and farmers rose with the advent of roads, radios, and newspapers. In the 1950s, demands for better work conditions, higher farm prices, and more land for farming began a period of popular social and political activism that led to the formation of trade unions and political parties, representing the interests of workers and small farmers on the one hand and business interests on the other. The 1961 election of a government led by Edward Oliver LeBlanc, a small farmer and agricultural extension worker, marked an important turning point in Dominica's history. LeBlanc was the first person without links to the city-based ruling elite to ascend to government leadership in Dominica. 
1967, Dominica became an associated state of the UK and formally took responsibility for its internal affairs. In 1978, the British granted Dominica complete internal autonomy, and the independent Commonwealth of Dominica was headed by Patrick John as its Prime Minister. This corrupt regime came to an end when Mary Eugenia Charles became Prime Minister. She was the first female Prime Minister in the Caribbean and remained in office for 15 years. In recent years, Dominica has developed a close, and some feel controversial relationship with Japan, which has provided extensive development aid, including a modern fisheries complex. Dominica now supports Japan's much-criticized efforts to undermine international controls on whaling. Government In the Freedom House, Freedom in the World 2023 report, Dominica scored 93 out of 100 and is considered free in the areas of political rights and civil liberties. Executive Branch The President is Chief of State, the Prime Minister Head of Government. There is a cabinet which is appointed by the President on the advice of the Prime Minister. The President is nominated by the Prime Minister and Leader of the Opposition Party and elected by the House of Assembly for a five-year term, eligible for a second term. The Prime Minister is appointed by the President. Legislative Branch There is a unicameral House of Assembly with 32 seats. 21 representatives are directly elected in single-seat constituencies by simple majority vote. Nine senators are appointed by the President, five on the advice of the Prime Minister, and four on the advice of the leader of the opposition party, plus two ex-officio members, the House Speaker and the Attorney General. Members serve five-year terms. Judicial Branch The highest court is the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court, headquartered on St. Lucia. It is headed by the Chief Justice and four judges and the High Court with 18 judges. The Court of Appeal is itinerant, traveling to member states on a schedule to hear appeals from the High Court and subordinate courts. High Court judges reside in the member states, with two in Dominica. The Chief Justice of the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court is appointed by the ruling monarch of England. Other justices and judges are appointed by the Judicial and Legal Services Commission, an independent body of judicial officials. Court of Appeal justices are appointed for life, with mandatory retirement at age 65. High Court judges appointed for life, with mandatory retirement at age 62. There are three political parties, Dominica Freedom, Dominica Labor Party, and Dominica United Workers' Party. There are ten parishes for administrative purposes. The legal system is common law based on the English model. It accepts compulsory ICJ jurisdiction. Citizenship is granted by birth in the country. There is citizenship by descent only, and dual citizenship is recognized. Residency requirement for naturalization is five years. Universal suffrage is at 18 years of age. Women make up 34% of the population in Parliament. Dominica has no regular military forces. The Commonwealth of Dominica Police Force includes the Coast Guard under the Ministry of Justice, Immigration, and National Security. Dominica has been a member of the Caribbean Regional Security System, or RSS, 
since its creation in 1982. RSS signatories include Antigua and Barbuda, Barbados, Grenada, St. Kitts, St. Lucia, and St. Vincent, and the Grenadines. They have agreed to prepare contingency plans and assist one another on request in national emergencies, prevention of smuggling, search and rescue, immigration control, fishery protection, customs and excise control, maritime policing duties, protection of offshore installations, pollution control, national and other disasters, and threats to national security. Dominica is the only Caribbean state to challenge Venezuela's sovereignty claim over Aves Island and joins the other island nations in challenging whether the feature sustains human habitation, a criterion under the UN Convention of the Law of the Sea, which permits Venezuela to extend its EEZ and continental shelf claims over a large portion of the eastern Caribbean Sea. Dominica is a transit point for cocaine and marijuana destined for North America, Europe, and elsewhere in the Caribbean. There is some local demand for cocaine and some use of synthetic drugs. Dominica is a member of the British Commonwealth of Nations and has been since 1978. The 2022 Report on Human Rights Practices for Dominica states, Dominica is a multi-party parliamentary democracy. Election observers from the Organization of American States, United Nations, and Caribbean Community found the election generally free and fair. Civilian authorities maintained effective control over the security forces. There were no reports that members of the security forces committed significant abuses. Significant human rights issues included reports of the criminalization of libel and the criminalization of consensual same-sex sexual conduct between adults, although there were no reported cases of enforcement during the year. The government took steps to prosecute officials who committed human rights abuses or engaged in corruption. Economy Dominica is ranked number 86 out of 184 nations, with an overall score of 59.7 on the 2023 Index of Economic Freedom. It's ranked 19th out of 32 countries in the Americas region, with an overall score above the world averages, and is in the mostly unfree category. Bananas accounted for about 50% of the export earnings in the country in the 1980s, but in the late 20th and early 21st centuries, these crops were sporadically destroyed by hurricanes. Agriculture remains the most important sector of the economy. The government is promoting ecotourism and a small offshore financial sector. It's also emerging in the areas of information and communications and education. In 1993, the government initiated a controversial scheme to offer economic citizenship to investors from other countries. Natural resources include timber, hydropower, and arable land. The land use is 34.7% for agriculture, 59.2% forest, and 6.1% for other use. Agricultural products include bananas, yams, grapefruit, taro, milk, coconuts, oranges, yautia, a tuber plant, plantains, and sugarcane. Industries include soap, coconut oil, tourism, copra, which is a dried coconut meat, furniture, cement blocks, paint and varnish, and shoes, 
Exports of goods and services amount to $179.7 million in U.S. dollar value. The top export goods are medical instruments, low-voltage protection equipment, plastic products, special pharmaceuticals, and soap. Major export partners are Saudi Arabia, France, United States, Grenada, and China. Imports of goods and services amount to $338 million in United States dollar value. The top import goods are refined petroleum, petroleum gas, crude petroleum, recreational boats, and cars. Major import partners are United States, China, Trinidad and Tobago, United Kingdom, and Italy. The unemployment rate is 13.3%. The poverty rate is 29%. Doing business. Highly desirable jobs include government and professional positions, generally requiring some secondary and even post-secondary education. In the rural areas, people are mostly farmers or run small businesses. Larger businesses are owned by upper-class Dominicans, as well as Syrian and Lebanese merchants. Business people dress professionally in lightweight clothing. They tend to be formal in their dealings, and punctuality is expected. Crime and Legal Issues Dominica ranked number 9 in 2017 for highest murder rate worldwide. It is an offense for anyone, including children, to dress in camouflage clothing. Consensual same-sex conduct is illegal, and no laws prohibit discrimination against a person based on sexual orientation. There are no legal impediments to organizations for LGBTI persons. Social provisions. Old age, disability, and survivor's benefits are covered by the social insurance system for those employed and self-employed as they contribute via their workplace and their employer contributes too. The government doesn't fund this. Sickness and maternity are covered via the social insurance system with coverage for employed and self-employed persons. This is paid by the employer and employee. Work injury is for those employed and covered by an employer. There is unemployment insurance paid in by the employer, and the public assistance program provides cash benefits to needy adults and needy children. Education. Dominica provides free access to education for all children from pre-kindergarten to the secondary level. Preschool is available for those who can afford it. About 66% attend. Children can attend school from age 5 to 15, but must get a high enough score on the common entrance exam by age 13 to secure a limited space in a secondary school. Primary school completion is at 100%. Secondary school enrollment is at 100%. Children in rural areas are receiving funding to help them afford public transportation to and from schools and for school materials and clothing. Tertiary-level education institutions include Dominica State College, the University of the West Indies Open Campus, All Saints University School of Medicine, International University for Graduate Studies, New World University, and Ross University School of Medicine. There is adult education offered in Roseau, Portsmouth, and in some villages. Health. Health services in Dominica are financed largely by general taxes. 
Primary care services are provided at no cost at seven health centers and 44 clinics around the country. Princess Margaret Hospital is the main hospital. There is a smaller hospital at Portsmouth and cottage hospitals at Marigot and Grand Bay. There is some commercial outpatient care provided by private practitioners. Tertiary care is mostly provided outside the country. People under the age of 17 years old, pregnant women, the indigenous, and those suffering from communicable diseases are exempt from medical care charges. There is improved drinking water for 95.7% of the urban population. Life expectancy for females is 81.53 years, and for males, 75.51 years. The fertility rate is two children per woman. The obesity rate for men is 8.6%, and for women, 32.7%. In recent years, there has been an increase in overweight and obese children, to the extent that half of the Dominican population either suffers from overweight or obesity due to a lack of a balanced diet. Dominica does not have a minimum drinking or smoking age and lacks services for drug addiction and abuse. Children suffer from alcohol, tobacco, and drug use. A 2010 survey showed that over 60% of children aged 13 to 17 consumed alcohol in the previous year, and over 25% of males in that age bracket used drugs at least once. Traditional medical knowledge includes the use of herbs, plants, and tree barks to cure illnesses, induce labor, and so on. A combination of prescription and natural remedies is often used, despite being discouraged by healthcare professionals. Dominica has recently or currently reported cases of chikungunya, dengue, and Zika. The five leading causes of death are cardiovascular disease, diabetes, lower respiratory infections, prostate cancer, and chronic kidney disease. The HIV epidemic in the Caribbean islands is at the highest rate in the Western Hemisphere. In Dominica, experts report one of every 40 adults test positive for the disease. Food. With the rich volcanic soil and frequent rainfall, fruits, vegetables, and root crops grow abundantly. It's common for people to grow their own fruits and vegetables for their families. People also catch crabs, river crayfish, opossum, agouti, and fish. Livestock raised includes goats, pigs, and some cows. Basic staples are bananas and plantains, especially in rural areas, and they are prepared in a variety of ways. People often sell homemade cakes, coconut ice pops, and sweets from their homes. Lunch is the largest meal of the day. People living in urban areas often obtain their produce from relatives living in the countryside, or they purchase these items from markets. Some popular dishes. Kalalu, the national dish, is a soup with a base of green fig or plantains and salted fish. It can be enhanced with taro root leaves, mixed with seasonings in coconut milk, and various grated vegetables, such as yams, cabbage, carrots, onions, and peppers. Dumplings consisting of flour and cornmeal are often added. Coop, which is roasted breadfruit, a sweet breadfruit made by mixing spices and sugar into flour and kneading it, then baking it. 
usually served for breakfast. Spiced banana fritters, made with green plantains, called figs in Dominica, bell pepper, hot pepper spices, onion, garlic, salt, Goya seasoning, water, and oil. The plantain are diced, boiled, and mashed. The other vegetables and seasonings are added. This mixture is scooped up and shaped into a ball, then flattened and fried in hot oil. Pawpaw salad. Green papaya, or pawpaw, is cut in half and placed in boiling water for about 20 minutes. After cooking, the seeds are removed and skin peeled. It's then cooked another five minutes, sliced and added to a bowl. Diced pineapple and sliced red onion are added to the bowl. A dressing is made from salt, pepper, mustard, vegetable oil, vinegar, and finely chopped parsley. This dressing is poured into the bowl with the other ingredients and mixed. Mountain chicken, known locally as crapod, a dish of frog legs, which are seasoned with salt, garlic, pepper, vinegar, thyme, and left to marinate for one to two hours. The legs are then pat dry, rolled in flour, and cooked in a frying pan of hot vegetable oil. They're turned over when browned. For the accompaniment salad, fig or plantain, taro root, and yam are peeled and cleaned, then boiled or steamed until tender. A gravy is made from sliced onion cooked down in butter, then adding water and bringing to a boil, adding flour, then allowing to simmer until thickened. This gravy is poured over the frog legs, and this dish is considered a delicacy. Dominica has had a history of distilling rum. The only commercial rum that's 100% homegrown in the country is Macoucherie, which was founded in 1763. It stems back to times when French planters from neighboring Guadeloupe came with slaves to cultivate sugarcane to produce rum. It's produced on the centuries-old Schillingford estate and uses only hydropower to crush its cane. Locally cut wood fuels the furnaces used in distillation. Arts Local handicrafts include straw hats and baskets, created from the straw of the screw pine. They also hand-make leather sandals, with designs often incorporating flowers and stars. These are known to be durable and very comfortable. The Carib people also produce dugout canoes. Due to the historically high illiterate rate prior to the mid-20th century, most literature about Dominica was written by visitors or foreign-born residents. Since the 1970s, there has been a large volume of literary works, including indigenous poetry, short stories, and plays. At cultural shows, many perform African and European-influenced forms of traditional dance, song, and music. The Carifuna Cultural Group promotes ancestral Carib cultural expressions. There has been a growing interest in painting, pottery, sculpture, and wood carving. Unique Celebrations and Holidays Carnival Monday In February or March, this brings together African and French traditions and includes music, art, and dance. Emancipation Day The first Monday in August, marking the end of slavery in the country. Heritage Day In October is part of the independence festivities, and it moves each year to be held in a different village or community to showcase the uniqueness of this particular village. It begins with a church service, which is broadcast to the local radio station. 
During the service, women danced their way into church with baskets on their heads filled with local produce and fruits. People dress up in their traditional national outfits. After the service, people gather in an area which is set up much like a fair where food, drink, and arts and crafts are sold. Later in the day are different activities such as storytelling, music, and dances. Each year, one elder in the community is recognized for his work in keeping the community culture alive. Creole Day, the last Friday in October, held annually since 1984. Cultural events and festivals showcase elements of their heritage and culture. Independence Day, November 3rd, marking independence from the UK in 1978. World Creole Music Festival. This is part of the independence celebrations and is three days, and it began in 1997. Patron Saints Day. Villages celebrate their patron saints feast day at various times of the year. This just means celebrating the life of that saint. All Saints Day in November is observed by visiting cemeteries and lighting candles on the graves of deceased loved ones. For holidays and important religious ceremonies, it's traditional to slaughter a livestock animal and prepare a large meal. During these times, guests visit homes throughout the day and are given food, desserts, and various beverages. Sports The most important sport in Dominica is cricket. Internationally, Dominican cricketers play for the West Indies cricket team. Shane Schillingford and Adam Sanford are two of the most notable cricketers from Dominica. Dominica has not yet won an Olympic medal, although it regularly competes in the summer games. Transportation There are two airports, Douglas Charles, formerly known as the Melville Hall, and Canefield. Douglas Charles is the larger of the two, located in the northeastern side of the island, approximately one hour from the city. Canefield is about 15 minutes from the capital, Roseau. Road hazards include potholes and speed bumps. Roads in rural areas can be very narrow. Pedestrians often walk on the roads, and people don't always use their indicators. Some roads are not lit at night, and road signs are limited. The main road leading from the Douglas Charles Airport is prone to landslides following bad weather and has several sheer drops where the road has fallen away. Do not stop if you're flagged down by pedestrians, and keep the doors locked when driving. There are private taxis, but these aren't metered. A fare should be negotiated before the ride begins. Car rentals should be arranged ahead of time. The major seaports are at Portsmouth and Roseau. There are 84 merchant marine vessels. Communications 86% of the population has mobile cellular subscriptions. There hasn't been much investing in the 5G market. Network expansion and enhancements remain concentrated around improving LTE coverage. There is no terrestrial TV service available. The subscription cable TV provider offers some locally produced programming, plus channels from the United States, Latin America, and the Caribbean. State-operated radio broadcasts on six stations. Privately-owned radio broadcasts on about 15 stations. About 81% of the population are Internet users. Broadband fixed subscriptions are at 22%. There are no daily newspapers, 
but English language papers such as The Chronicle, The Sun, and The Tropical Star are available. All media are free from government interference. Energy 100% of the population has electricity. It generates what it needs and neither exports nor imports any. The energy is produced 74.8% from fossil fuels, 24.5% from hydroelectricity, 0.6% wind, and 0.1% solar. There is no coal production or consumption. There is no natural gas production or consumption. There is no petroleum production, and it imports refined petroleum products. Travel Dominica has one UNESCO World Heritage Site. This is the Morne Trois Pitons National Park, which represents a rare combination of natural features. It dominates the southern half of the island and contains many of Dominica's most spectacular natural attractions, including the Titao Gorge, Boree, and Freshwater Lakes, Boiling Lake, and the Middleham Falls. It has five live volcanic centers within the park. The landscape is dominated by various types of tropical forest against the dramatic backdrop of diverse volcanic features. This park covers about 9% of the country's land area. A second national park is Cabritz, on the eastern side of the northern tip of the island, sitting on a small peninsula jutting off the coastline. The park is only 2 square miles, or 5.3 square kilometers. It was created to protect a coral reef, tropical forest, and wetlands there along with an old English garrison known as Fort Shirley. This fort was constructed in 1765 as a military outpost to defend and protect the island. The fort is well-preserved and the grounds well-maintained. It includes five cannons. It was abandoned in 1854, and the area around the fort is well-forested, creating a tropical paradise that engulfs the fort. A third national park is Morn Diabloten, located in the northwestern region of the island. It is 12.88 square miles, or 33.36 square kilometers. The mountain is the draw, as it's the tallest point on the island and the second tallest in the Lesser Antilles. Most vegetation is rainforest, montane forest, and the elfin woodlands in the higher elevations. The park is known for its wildlife, and home to the endangered Cicero parrot and the jacko red-necked parrot. There's also a blue-headed hummingbird. The Boiling Lake is a volcano hydrothermal feature in southern Dominica. It's best described as a flooded crack in the Earth's surface that allows hot gases to vent from the molten lava below. It's about 60 meters in diameter and about 15 meters deep. The bubbling grayish-blue lake water is around 90 degrees Celsius or 194 degrees Fahrenheit. It's the second largest feature of its kind in the world, with Frying Pan Lake in New Zealand being the largest. Dominica is home to the Caribbean's first long-distance hiking trail. The way to Kubali National Trail is 183 kilometers or 115 miles and is divided into 14 segments. It runs the entire south-to-north length of the island through the island's national parks. It takes between 10 and 14 days to complete. The trailhead lies at Scott's Head, a beautiful village on the end of an isthmus. 
The village is wrapped around the foothills of an ancient volcanic crater, where you can walk straight into the sea and begin snorkeling with no fear of sharks. One stunning waterfall to see along the trail at Segment 5 is Emerald Pool. Many of the country's beaches are covered with black sand due to the number of volcanoes. Some of these are the Number 1 Beach, Rosalie Bay Beach, and Mero Beach. Rosalie Beach on the Atlantic side is famous for nesting turtles such as giant leatherbacks, hawksbill, and green turtles. They can be seen between March and September. If you're interested in experiencing seawater which is naturally heated to hot tub temperatures and full of bubbles, you can visit Bubble Beach or Champagne Reef. There are many diving sites. The area around Soufriere at the southern tip is considered the best and is protected, so the reefs and walls are in excellent condition. Just north of this is Champagne Reef. Victoria Falls is one of the most spectacular and photogenic waterfalls in the world and a major tourist attraction. The Trafalgar Falls is another popular attraction, offering a large bathing pool at the bottom. The journey to the top takes you through orchid and ginger plantations. Secret Bay is an all-new eco-luxury resort with incredible views of the Caribbean Sea. Kalinago Barana Aute Cultural Village aims to share the living and ancient culture of the indigenous Kalinago people. Watten Waven Sulphur Springs, situated on the Watten Waven caldera, has many locally owned establishments offering visitors the opportunity to experience the Sulphur Springs. Approximately 80,000 stayover tourists visit the island each year, while the ports of Prince Rupert Bay and Roseau serve more than 300,000 cruise ship passengers on day visits annually. Caution should be taken when swimming as currents can be deceptively strong. The United States State Department issued a travel advisory on July 17, 2023 for Dominica, Level 1, Exercise Normal Precautions. United States citizens are not specifically targeted for crime in the Eastern Caribbean, but crimes of opportunity do occur, as well as incidents of violent crime. Carefully assess the potential risks of recreational water activities and consider your physical capabilities and skills. Never venture out alone, particularly at isolated beaches or far out to sea. Avoid entering the water above your waist if you have been drinking and always be mindful of jet ski and boat traffic in the area. The tourism industry is unevenly regulated and safety inspections for equipment and facilities do not commonly occur. Hazardous areas and activities are not always identified with appropriate signage and staff may not be trained or certified either by the host government or by recognized authorities in the field. Segment 3. Who is? Gary D. Silvestri and Angelica Moroni D. Silvestri a husband and wife team who competed in the Winter Olympics, a unique undertaking for a tropical nation. In 2014, they spent nearly 180000 in U.S. dollars to register as Dominican citizens and to enter in the 15-kilometer men's and 10-kilometer women's cross-country skiing events. Angelica didn't even start the race, the only one of 74 entrants who didn't start and Gary pulled out several hundred meters into his race, claiming illness. 
Edward Oliver LeBlanc. He was a Dominican politician. LeBlanc was the first person without links to the city-based ruling elite to ascend to government leadership in Dominica. The political platform of his Dominica Labor Party, or DLP, was very simple as stated. It was time for the little man to begin enjoying the fruits of his labor. In 1967, he negotiated associated statehood with Britain, a constitutional status essentially one step removed from political independence, which made the Dominica government responsible for all aspects of state except external affairs and defense. Although LeBlanc resigned as premier in 1974 for reasons of health, the DLP, under Premier Patrick John, won the next general election in 1975 and led Dominica to political independence in 1978. Jean Rees was a playwright and novelist, featuring Dominica as the honeymoon island in her best-known work, Wide Sargasso Sea. She was educated at the age of 16 in Great Britain. Henry Wilcoxon was an actor born in Roseau, and best known as the leading man in many of Cecil B. DeMille's films, also serving as DeMille's associate producer on his later films. Dame Mary Eugenia Charles was Prime Minister of Dominica from July 21, 1980 until June 14, 1995. She was Dominica's first, and to date only, female Prime Minister, as well as the nation's longest-serving Prime Minister. She was the second female Prime Minister in the Caribbean after Lucinda de Costa of the Netherlands Antilles, and the first woman elected in her own right as head of government in the Americas. She was the world's third longest-serving female Prime Minister, behind Indira Gandhi of India and Sirimavo Bundaranaika of Sri Lanka, and the world's longest continually serving female Prime Minister ever. Lennox Honeychurch is Dominica's most noted historian and politician. He is well known for writing 1975's The Dominica Story, the 1980s textbook series The Caribbean People, and the 1991 travel book Dominica, Isle of Adventure. He was largely responsible for compiling the exhibit information for the Dominica Museum in Roseau. Honeychurch served as a senator in the House of Assembly of Dominica from 1975 to 79 as a member of the Dominica Free Party. When the DFP formed the government in 1980, he also served as press secretary to the government of Dominica until 1981. Hubert J. Charles is a Dominican diplomat and educator. He's the current ambassador of Dominica to the Organization of American States and to the United States. He was born in Portsmouth, Dominica, and grew up on the island. He was appointed permanent secretary of the Ministry of Education, Sports, and Culture, and held that position from January 1981 to December 1985. Charles served as an advisor on special programs to the Organization of Eastern Caribbean States from June 1986 to October 1995. Between 1991 and 2006, he also served in various posts in UNESCO in the Caribbean and Africa. In January 1991, he became the UNESCO representative to Barbados and the Eastern Caribbean based in Bridgetown, Barbados. In November 1995, 
he became the UNESCO Educational Advisor in Pretoria, South Africa, serving until April 1998. In June 1998, he became the UNESCO Representative and Head of Office in Maputo, Mozambique, serving until December 2000. Finally, in January 2001, he became the UNESCO Representative and Director of the Office for Economic Community of Western African States, serving in Abuja, Nigeria, until October 2006. Segment 4. Who Would Have Thought? Dominica was the last Caribbean island to be colonized by Europeans, largely due to the fierce resistance of the native Kalinago people. Dominica became the first and only British colony in the Caribbean to have a black-controlled legislature. The movie Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, starring Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, and Kira Knightley, was filmed here. The film's Cannibal Island is Dominica. The Pantano River in the film is Dominica's Indian River. In 2000, Dominica was the country with the highest number of crimes reported per capita. The longest beetle, the Hercules beetle, member of the rhinoceros beetles from Guadeloupe and Dominica, was recorded in 2016 with a total length of 172 millimeters or 6.77 inches was measured in a Japanese collection. This length is partly a result of the beetle's long pair of horns, one extending from the head, the other from the thorax. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode on Dominica. Next time, we'll learn about a country whose discovery marked the beginning of European colonization in the Americas. It's famous for its production of high-quality cigars and is home to the largest breeding population of humpback whales in the North Atlantic Ocean. Please be sure to subscribe to Nations of the World podcast so you won't miss my next episode, Dominican Republic. Gaining knowledge about other people and their culture is often the best way to understanding who they are and why they do things a certain way. This in turn can make us less fearful of differences and hopefully more accepting. Let's face it, we're all human and we all share the same world.